I think a lot of people can go through life not understanding their gift in life. And life is much more fulfilling when you know what it is and you live it out every day. Howdy, everybody, and welcome to episode 188 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast, Mm -hmm. your weekly workout motivation to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. Let's go. What you're about to hear is the audio recording from today's live Motivation Monday message. On Mondays, we set the tone for our athletes and our listeners for a big week in in your your fitness, fitness, in in your your faith, faith, and in in your your family. family. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and we pray you are inspired by today's Motivation Monday message. That's right. And we are live. Happy Motivation Monday, everybody. Welcome to all who are joining us today. If you're on our Facebook group or our YouTube channel, and whether you are with us live or catching up on the recording, we are super glad you are here. This week's topic is gifts. What is it that you are gifted in and are you using that gift? I'm going to pray to kick things off. Dear God, today we acknowledge the unique gifts that you've given each of us by your grace. I pray that as a team and as a community, we might discover what these gifts are, that we may use them to bring you glory. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're going to jump right in, everybody, with our muscle and meditation verse of the week. If you don't know what muscle and meditation is, let me enlighten you a little bit. So this week's challenge is to memorize Matthew 25, 20b, and that is 14 reps, 14 words, that is, in English Standard Version. And it goes like this. Master, you delivered to me five talents. Behold, I have made five talents more. So we'll go through the whole paragraph and what we can learn as athletes and coaches with that one. But yeah, so what is muscle and meditation? It's something that we came up with um, over a year ago. And what this, um, I believe I believe that God um, explained this to us. <laughs> I, I believe, I believe that this, this came from our heart. This came from our faith, all right? And so we've been tying together our athletics and our faith. And uh, this is how we've been doing it. So this has absolutely changed my life. Um, this is a memorization technique to live the word of God every single day in our athletic training. So uh, it, it helps us to experience God's word on a whole new level. Um, the last example that I have of doing that, I mean, this is every single workout. So if you know the way that I train and the way that I teach our athletes that happen to share the same faith as us to train, um, I typically encourage this. So um, that, that, that verse, which is Matthew 25, 20b, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Behold, I have made five talents more. I know that's 14 words, right? So I don't need to count to 10. I don't need to count to 14 every single time I do an exercise that has 14 reps. Mm-hmm. I just say that verse, and then I know when I'm done that I've done 14 reps. And if I fall a little bit short... Then that takes some work. I got to do the math and figure out how many how many I was short. <laughs> so I like to write them on my board. Actually, we have a whiteboard in our gym, and every single week, the first thing that we do is write what our, our muscle and meditation verse is for the week, and then that's what we use for all of our exercises. And then by the end of the week, bam, you got it memorized, and you've been living it. You've been thinking about it every single workout, and it's been reminding you what you've been hopefully preying on earlier in the week, which for us is, um, is, 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 is this topic, which is on spiritual gifts, um, taking those gifts and making sure that you're using something with it. So 
for example, my first exercise of the day was, uh, this is push day for me, shoulder day, right? So uh, shoulder and chest day, that is. So my first exercise was a isolateral um, machine behind the neck press. I did 45 pounds for 18 reps on that. So I just went all, so I just said, master, you delivered to me five talents. Behold, I have made five talents more. And then I just, and then I just count 15, 16, 17, 18. And once I hit failure, bam, I know exactly where I'm at. I just write it down and make sure that every single workout, my lifts are going up because right now I'm currently on a lean bulk. Um, if I was cutting, I would just want to make sure that these numbers are staying the same. Make sense, babe? Yeah. All right. Cool. So that is what muscle meditation is all about. Um, last week's challenge. Oh, definitely have to give a big shout out to Wendy from Minnesota. She uh, already has this one memorized. So nice. Very, Good very, job, very, Wendy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very nice job, Wendy. Awesome. <laughs> uh, last week's challenge was to memorize Hebrews 11.1 1, because our topic was faith. And that's the definition of faith. Basically, the entire chapter of Hebrews um, chapter 11. And that one is, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Mm -hmm. I was listening to a podcast this morning by Todd Durkin. Uh, Todd Durkin, if you're not familiar with him, he's got a wonderful podcast. Just just YouTube his name. Um, both of his books are absolutely incredible. I read, bo read both of them. Uh, highly recommend all of his content. But he's he, he's kind of that coach that's like a football coach, like a grinded out kind of coach. If you're not hurt, if you're if like are, are are you really injured or are you just hurt kind of mentality? <laughs> yeah. um, but I love listening to him when, when I'm working out. And this guy uses um, scripture um, throughout lots of his content. And something that he said that struck out to me this morning that I've been sharing with all of our athletes has been the devil wants to take you out of the game. He does not want you to share your gifts with the world. Yeah. I put chills down my spine when I heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even back day either. All right. So uh, let's look at the parable of the talents together. This one, this one from Matthew. Taylor, would you mind please reading? Um, let's see. Yeah. Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. And she's going to be reading out of the CSB, which is the Christian standard, uh, excuse me, CSV, CSB. Uh, CSB. CSB, Christian Standard Bible. Yep. Okay, go ahead. All right. For it is just like a man about to go on a journey. He called his own servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one, he gave five talents, to another, two talents, and to another, one talent, depending on each one's ability. Then he went on a journey. Immediately, the man who had received five talents went, put them to work, and earned five talents more. In the same way, the man with two earned two more. But the man who received one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five talents approached and presented five more talents and said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I've earned five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. The man who had with two talents also approached. He said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I've earned two more talents. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. The man who had received one talent also approached and said, master, I know you. You're a harsh man reaping where you haven't sown and gathering where you haven't scattered seed. So I was afraid and went off and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. 
his master replied to him, you evil, lazy servant. If you knew that I reap where I haven't sown and gather where I haven't scattered, then you should have deposited my money with the bankers and I would have received my money back with interest when I returned. What an idiot. Sorry, I almost <laughs> swore. <laughs> so take the talent from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents. For everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have more than enough. But from the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. And throw this good-for-nothing servant into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That does not sound good, the word gnashing. No, he's describing hell at the end, so definitely not a good place to be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That phrase that's repeated, um, share your master's joy. I think some translations is share in your master's joy. Mm. And what... What the what the master who is okay pop quiz if you're listening who is the master every single parable who's the master Jesus Jesus Christ he's always the master in the parables right so we can assume that the master is Jesus for that reason um, he's preparing his disciples for his return and that phrase share in your master's joy that speaks of God's heart we'll come back to that in a minute uh, what was the biggest thing that stood out to to you on this passage babe. Um, I, sorry, I flipped to the the second one. Um, I just think it was interesting how the last guy was blaming the master for his inability to go make another talent. Right. Yeah. The expositors that I, that I've heard that, that, that explain why he said it that way is that he's not, is that, well, you'll, you'll notice that the master Jesus does not, he does not agree with him. Right. He does not say, you're right, I'm a harsh person. Yeah. This guy is paralyzed with fear. Yeah. A very unhealthy type of fear to where he's not to where he's he's not even doing anything with it. Right. Okay. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. All right. So the word talent can refer um it, it literally refers to a very large sum of money. More specifically, 75 pounds of gold is wow. about is about what that is. Yeah. So that is a lot of money. More money than we have. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> uh, so it's supposed to refer to a giant sum of money, uh, which which shows God's generosity. And it's also used here to describe talents that are um, specific to these servants, to these three servants. So a talent, yeah, like uh, it's about 75 pounds of gold. Um, we have limited time. That's my biggest takeaway from this one is that we need to use our gifts while we can because what he's doing here. With this parable and the parable right before it is he's preparing his disciples for his return. So we don't, nobody knows the day or the hour. He could be back tomorrow. He could be back in a couple years from now. Um, We don't, we don't really know, but we do know that our time is limited Mm -hmm. and we need to be using these gifts that we have um, while we have, while we have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Okay. So um, some a couple things that we learned from God's character on this one is that He ju- He judges our heart, not our actions. Yeah. So that phrase "sharing your master's joy" that's where you really see that coming out. And then, uh, and then God God rewards our effort, not the scoreboard. I figured mm-hmm. that was that was a good application in terms yeah. of how how we how we deal with it in terms of athletics. So uh, God deals with each of us on a one on one basis too. Last thing is you'll notice that He does not give the same amount to every single one of his servants he respects the abilities that they have and he gives them what they can what what they can actually use based on their ability so here again my challenge is for you to memorize verse 20 and 
ask God for a sincere desire to discover what your gift is. Okay. My life goal, my life goal is to be able to speak Matthew 25, 20B confidently to Jesus face to face on judgment day. Um, the rest of Matthew 25, that goes into what judgment day actually looks like too. It's pretty intense. It's called the judgment of the sheep and the goats. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and read that actually from my translation, just as a follow-up. Um, whenever you read a passage like this, it's always good is to, to read it, take a deep dive into the, into the context and the application of it, and then read it again. So I'm going to go, so I'm going to go ahead and read from the Holman Christian Standard Version, which is really similar to the translation that Taylor just used. Uh, same publishers, just a little bit different wording, but it's basically the same thing. This is, this is our uh, preferred Bible translation. Seems to be a good combination, or excuse me, a good midway point between word-for-word -word translations and thought-for-thought -for, thought for translations. Thought-for-thought, thought, those are... Those, those, those are easier to understand, but there's some things that can get lost in translation because we are dealing with a major English barrier going from Greek to, to, to English. Right. <laughs> and uh, what was it? Uh, I don't remember where else I was going with that. But anyway, okay, I'm sorry. Thought so for he, thought and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then uh, word for word translation would be something more like King James Version, New King James Version. King James is actually kind of my favorite is um, in, in, for, for, for going on deep dives and personal study. But I mean... Everyday um, stuff like this, no, it's, it's, it's just it's just it's just too hard to understand. So this will do. So this translation will do just fine for us today. But uh, yeah, Matthew twenty-five verses um, fourteen through thirty. Here we go. For it is just like a man going on a journey. He called his own slaves and turned over his possessions to them. Does my does your translation say slaves or servant? Servants. Okay, yeah. See, so mine says slaves, uh, and turned turned over his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his ability. See, he respects their ability. He, he deals with them each on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Then he went on a journey. Immediately, immediately, the man who had received five talents went, put them to work, and earned five more. In the same way, the man who earned two... The, 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 in the same way, the man with two earned two more. But the man who had received one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time of one, after a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five talents approached, presented five more talents, and said, "Master, you gave me five talents. Look, I've earned five talents more." That's my favorite verse. The master said to him, "Well done, good and faithful slave. You were faithful over a few things." I put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. Then the man who had two talents approached. He said, Master, you gave to me two talents. Look, I've earned two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. So here again, even though the second slave didn't have as much to offer as the first slave, they both did the best with what they can. And that's yeah. what God wants. God wants your heart. You see this all through all, 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 all the prophets, right? What does every single minor prophet preach? This is what you're doing. It's not good enough. God wants your heart. This is what you're doing. It's not good enough. You're, God, God, God wants your heart. The same thing in your athletics. The same thing if you're delivering a speech. The same thing if you're in the gym. The same thing if you're on a bodybuilding stage. It has to come from your heart, right? People want to see your passion. Then the man who received one talent also approached and said, Master, I know you. You're a difficult man reaping where you haven't sown and gathering where you haven't scattered seed. 
So I was afraid and went off and hid your talent in the ground. Look, you have what is yours. If I had to describe this guy in one word, I would call him a coward. Yeah. No judgment. <laughs> this is observational. Verse 26. But his master replied to him, you evil, lazy slave. If you knew that I reap where I haven't sown and gathered where I haven't scattered, then you should have deposited my money with bankers. I mean, not only was this guy doing something morally wrong, but he was just being dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and when I re and, and when I returned, excuse me, and when I returned, I, I would have received my money back with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents. For everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have more than enough. But to the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. And throw this good-for-nothing slave, boy, he does not hold back here, <laughs> into, into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow. Didn't mean for this to be a fire and brimstone one, but... Gory. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. We'll lighten things up a little bit here. Um, okay. What are your gifts? You know, um, I took some time this morning and just was going over my athlete master list and thinking of, um, of, of everybody that we're training. And so I'm just going to go with a first name and, and, and the first word that came to mind with every single person. I mean, obviously this could have, this could have taken all day, but, um, Daniel, honest, honesty, uh, Danielle, discipline, Doug, consistency, Dr. Epic, diligence, Leo, passion, Mark, mentorship, um, Matt McGee, heart, Michael, execution, Melina, knowledge, Nate, perfection, um, Sean, expertise, Susie, empathy. That's a good one. For Prison years are kind of similar. Yeah. Yours is, uh, Taylor is loyalty and kindness. And I'll come back to that one in a second. And then Tyler, uh, I put friendship and Wendy, I put empathy. Oh, crap. I put Empathy is the same for Wendy and uh, Susie. That's a great one for both of them, though. Yeah, I mean, that basically describes who they are yeah. inside and out. So your gifts, babe, um, among many things. Um, our church sermon yesterday kind of brought these out and made me made me think of these a bit more. But um, Ruth chapter 3, verse 10. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab that here. Give me a second. I got it. Where did I put my Bible? There it is. Here. I'm gonna read it. You want to read it? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip to it too because it's got all my notes and highlights in it, and that's how I think. Then he said, "May the Lord bless you, my daughter. You have shown more kindness now than before because you have not pursued younger men, whether rich or poor." Are you telling people I haven't pursued younger men? <laughs> I'm making sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, babe? Sounds like someone you know, though. Yeah. Cool. And then uh, chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. Do you want to read that? Mm -hmm. You can read that on mine. It's right here. It's highlighted. Do not persuade me to leave you or go back and not follow you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people. And your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord do this to me. And even more, if anything but death separates you and me. You know something funny about this? I did not know the context behind this verse. Nobody does. And it's I like totally the most... made this marriage related for I you know, and me. I know. Everybody <laughs> thinks it's a marriage verse. I made for <laughs> like, I think chapter. for like our third anniversary, I was like trying to follow like the anniversary like gift things. And it was um, 
paper. Yeah. So I put a picture of like one of our wedding pictures and then wrote this verse over the top and that has nothing to do with marriage. <laughs> That's but, all right though. But it's such a beautiful verse though. And the reason I like, and the reason it means even more to me now is because I've seen you and my mom develop that kind of relationship yeah. that Ruth and, 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 and Naomi, uh, her mother-in-law have. And so it's, it's super special. And so here she is pledging her allegiance to her mother-in-law, who's like her mom, and to her God. And that's something that I see you living out every single day. So oh, I love that you. about you, babe. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so now we're gonna head now, now we're gonna jump over to uh first Timothy. So you put four. one through 16, but you only highlighted 11 through 16 in my Bible. So I just was confirming which ones you wanted me to read. <laughs> uh would you mind starting from verse one, actually? Yeah, that's fine. It's probably a typo on my end. Yeah, so we're we're going to jump over here because this is going to be another example of what cultivating gifts look like. And so the context here is that Paul is going to is preparing Timothy to lead others in preparation for Jesus's return. Cool. All right. Now the Spirit explicitly explicitly says that in later times some will depart from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons, through the hypocrisy of liars whose consciences are seared. They will forbid marriage and demand abstinence from foods that God created to be received with gratitude by those who believe and know the truth. For everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, since it is sanctified by the word of the by the word of God and by prayer. If you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you will be a good servant of Jesus Christ, nourished by the words of the faith and the good teaching that you have followed. But but have nothing to do with the pointless and silly myths. Rather, train yourself in godliness, for the training of the body has limited benefit. But godliness is beneficial in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. This saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance. For this reason we labor and strive, because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of all people, especially those who believe. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone despise your youth, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, give your attention to public reading, exhortation, and teaching. Don't neglect the gift that is in you. It was given to you through prophecy with laying on of the hands by the council of elders. Practice all these things. Be committed to them so that your progress may be evident to all. Pay close attention to your life and your teaching perseverance in all the in these things for in doing this you will save both yourself and your hearers thanks babe i'm gonna that's uh, powerful yeah i'm gonna touch back on verse 15 real quick practice these things be committed to them is what your translation says yeah um other translations that i'm familiar with will translate it as practice these things and immerse yourself in them so that your progress may be evident to all hmm. yeah that's a good one though what was the biggest part that stuck out to you, babe? Well, I think, um, don't let, and no, where is that? Until I come give your attention to public reading, exhortation, and teaching, don't neglect the gift that is in you. It was given to you through prophecy with the laying on of hands by the council of elders. Um, I think a lot of people can go through life not understanding their gift in life. And I think that's a very empty place to live. Mm -hmm. um or maybe ignoring what their true gift is and we've definitely like floundered through life trying to figure out what our gift is yep um and life is much more fulfilling when you know what it is and you live it out every day 
And there's a lot of gray area too that comes be between going, okay, what is a gift that I was actually born with that God wants me to use and God wants me to cultivate? And then yeah. what's a vain gift that's more important to me? Because then the root there, the root motivation would be pride. Yeah. And, and, and wouldn't, it wouldn't be purpose. But I think an interesting example for you is like your gift with music. For those of you who don't know, Colt's an incredible musician. Used to be. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, but you know that for a long time you did use that because you thought that you thought for a long time that was your gift in life was to play music to worship the lord and that's what you huh. did um and i still think that has at some point that will come back in our life to where maybe you serve on our worship team or something i don't know we'll see but it's all come back around to full to full circle to bodybuilding too really it's it's made it's it's made me approach bodybuilding with i think more of an artistic approach than yeah. most coaches do. Colt I mean, is a very artistic person. Mm -hmm. We are very different in that way because I'm not artistic. <laughs> Probably the only bodybuilder that has more best poser trophies than first place trophies. <laughs> you know what? That's okay, though. That's all right. Yep. Uh, okay. So on verses three and four, this one confused me the first time. And so I took a, deep, a, a, a deeper look at it to see like what it actually meant. But this one confused me. Um, they for, they forbid marriage and demand abstinence from foods that God created to be received with gratitude by those who believe and know the truth. So Christian doctrine teaches that there's no specific food, even carbs, <laughs> uh, that should be eliminated for, for moral reasons. So our disclaimer <laughs> is that when we're talking about, when, 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 we're, when we're talking about um, anything that we say that's that's diet related, that's nutrition advice. I'm not speaking as a prophet in, a, in my one-on-one -on -one consultations. <laughs> I'm speaking as a nutritionist. And as a coach. <laughs> oh. uh, so Paul is preparing Timothy to be a leader here. Um, this requires stewardship of his gifts. And in 4.8, Paul's perspective of bodily training is what we try to teach here at supersetyourlife.com. So your fit, in other words, your physical, your physical training should enhance your performance, your physique. If you're if you're a performance minded athlete, you're trying you're you're trying to uh, beat your time that you did before. You're trying to push more weight that you did before. Um, as a physique athlete like us, like we're trying to look the best that we can, right? Um, these are the, the Paul's using relatable analogies right now to get through to get to get through Timothy's head and the and the head of his listeners. So. Um, Physical condition, yeah. Ultimate, ultimately, ultimately, though, what he's trying to do is, and our application is that this should make you rock solid in your faith walk. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up verse eight again because I think that was just so. I, I think that one's just so powerful. In your Bible, let me get, let me get my translation out. Yeah, are we mm -hmm. are we getting some? We we, we get we're getting some feedback from our um, from our viewers. You want to read yeah. those off, babe? Um, as good stewards, we are called to develop our gifts, which takes effort, unlike the final servant who buried the gift of the master. Thanks. You are right. Thanks, whoever said that. And then someone, I'm assuming, oh, on YouTube said, I love this channel. You guys are so sweet. You are very sweet. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, verse 8. The training of the body has a limited benefit, but godliness is beneficial in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Mm -hmm puts things in perspective i'm just gonna i'm just gonna read um i'm gonna read all of chapter four again and wrap, wrap wrap up with that 
Now the spirit explicitly says in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons through the hypocrisy. Are we seeing that today? <laughs> though, though the, though the hypocrisy of liars whose consciousness, uh, whose consciences are seared, they forbid marriage and demand abstinence from foods that God created to be received with gratitude by those who believe and know the truth. So if anybody says you can't eat meat, show them that verse. If anybody says you can't eat vegetables, show them that verse. Right? Everything, everything's a green light in God's eyes. He, he gave it for all of us to, to, to enjoy. I like the lion diet because I feel the best on it and, and uh, it never gets old. <laughs> I like keto bricks too. Spoiler alert. We're about to eat a maple, uh, a, a, a maple keto brick that just came in. We'll let you know how it is. <laughs> all right. For everything, uh, for, for everything created by God is good and nothing should be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, since it is sanctified by the word of God and by prayer. If you point these things out to the brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, nourished by the words of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed, but have nothing to do with irreverent and silly myths. Rather, train yourselves in godliness, for the training of the body has a limited benefit. But godliness is beneficial in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. This saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance. In fact, we labor and strive for this because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of everyone, especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. No one should despise your youth. He's talking to a young guy. Instead, you should be an example of the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Until I come, give your attention to the public reading, exhortation, and teaching. Do not neglect the gift that is in you. It was given to you through prophecy, with a laying on of hands by the council of elders. Practice these things. Be committed to them or immerse yourself in them so that your progress may be evident to all. Be conscious about yourself and your teaching. Persevere in these things, for by doing this, you will save both yourself and your hearers. That is one of the most incredible passages in the entire Bible. I yeah, that was yeah, really good. Yeah, very, very good. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining on that one. Let's see. What what, what do we what do we have next? Um, that, yeah, that, that was this week's Motivation Monday message. So put those things into practice, and we'll catch you right here next week. One more time, your challenge is to memorize Matthew 25:20b. Master, you delivered to me five talents. Behold, I have made five talents more. I know you've said it like five times, but I really just want to drill it into your brain on this one. <laughs> All right. So we are going to eat a keto brick. I, I hear that we have butter maple pecan bricks. Is that right, babe? Yes, we do. All right. I'm so excited. Whew. So let's uh let's read the ingredients off on this on this mother effort. What do you think about this? I mean, I censored it. Is that okay? <laughs> All right. So raw, the ingredients are raw organic cacao butter, grass-fed whey protein, which is whey protein concentrate, natural flavors, guar gum, stevia leaf extract, and lecithin. I uh, hope I'm pronouncing that one correctly. Pecan butter, which is roasted pecans. Celion cinnamon, or oh, that is, smells good. Yeah, so basically, basically cinnamon powder and ancient sea salt. So that's what, like, eight ingredients. Let me count: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
eight ingredients. Most protein bars have like, five hundred. Yeah, like that's the that like they have eight different ingredients of carbs. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, what are the, what are the macros on these? I don't know, but I can't open that. Let's see. Um, we have ninety-two grams of fat, thirteen grams of carbs, and thirty grams of protein. Very very good. One thousand calories. Because calories matter. Yeah, calories don't matter. If you've, <laughs> if you've been listening to our show long enough, you've, you, you, you've, you've, heard, you've heard us preach that message before. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, this... Did you already read off this last comment? Mm, no. no. Oh, that smells incredible. Okay. Um, somebody, somebody on Facebook from, from our group would like to say, thank you. Love the message you guys delivered. Mm. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the team. Um, all glory to God. But thank you so much for saying that. God bless you. And... Mm. I okay. Wonder, I wonder how it's going to taste. All right. I guess we're finding out. First off, it's a soft texture, like the peanut butter chocolate or chocolate peanut butter cup, which I love. Okay. Mm. Let's do smell first. It smells like maple. Yeah. I mean, it smells like a maple bar, so, so it's already sold me. <laughs> uh, fun fact about me. Um, this is before I was on the carnivore before I was on the carnivore diet and back when my relationship with food was uh, not good whatsoever. Um, donut stores, man, that was like that was my Achilles heel. That was like any time I fall off, fell off the wagon. What was I doing, babe? Where was I going? Angels Donuts. Yeah, like specifically Angels <laughs> Donuts. It's better than Voodoo Donuts if you're in the Portland area. <laughs> oh, and a fraction of the cost, but the quality is so much better. Yeah, and it's a smaller local business too. Um, and, and I mean, for for talking about our faith while we're at it. I mean, one of them's supporting angels apparently and one of them supporting booty. I, I don't know, I just made that up. So, all right, about to about to test this uh, maple bar out. Here we go. Mmm. Oh, I got a pecan in that one. That Whoa. was good. That's good. Holy crap, that is bomb. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not super sweet like most keto bricks, which I love, but it has just enough maple flavor to be sweet though. Yeah, I, I was kind of expecting it to be overly sweet, but honestly, it kind of tastes like butter pecan. Um, those last couple ice cream. Those last couple of flavors were a little overly sweet, and so I think that they. Well, this was they had this from last year. Okay. They came out with that last year, I think yeah, last this is year. The first, first time I've ever had it. Oh my god, this is good. They're wow. so good. <laughs> yeah. So these are these are on our website. These are on. Uh, are um, they on the website yet? About to add them to the website. Okay. <laughs> we only have three in stock right now on our website. So if you want them, go get them. First come, first serve. Yep, we got three of them. And uh, if we're sold out, then Keto Brick's got you covered. So and we have our link for that. Just go to ketobrick.com. I'll put a, I'll put a link with our um, with with our um, with with our affiliate information in it um, on the description of this podcast. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead with our podcast review for supersetyourlife.com. Whoa, 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 we didn't go over the aftertaste yet. What's the aftertaste like? Not bad. Mm, yeah, butter pecan maple. I mean, it's bomb. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and you know what? I love that because any other protein bar has a bad aftertaste of artificial sweetener. Yeah. So I love that. Okay. Lucky Krim from Alabama. Thank you for a wonderful message. It's a great way to set the tone for the rest of the week, which was for in regards to episode 186, What is Faith? Which was Colt's last week of Motivation Monday, right? Yep. All right. Thanks for that, Lucky. Our Carnivore Coaches Corner review of the week is from Alex on Spotify. 
in response to episode or session 22. How yeah, we have sessions on that channel. We have episodes on this channel. That's how we keep them separate. But yeah. it means the same thing. Yeah, but that was in response to being how to become a successful online coach. Well said. Definitely a solid episode with lots of great information. And we'll be tuning in from here on. Thank you, gentlemen, a.k.a. Mark and Colt. Our athlete Thanks, spotlight of the week is Dan. Whoever you are, I appreciate you, sir. That was nice of you. Our athlete spotlight of the week is Danielle Fisher. She is a new WNBF women's bodybuilding pro, one of our new clients, an ultra marathon runner, a pilot. What? She's a pilot? Yeah, I didn't know that until, That's I, cool. until I was writing your bio for the podcast we did yesterday. Wow. <laughs> Cross country and track coach. See, she and her husband, Kurt, are proud parents of six. So insane that she is a bodybuilding pro and a mom of six. Her Instagram is Danielle loves her six. Oh, that's cute. She has six kids. Yeah. Okay. And then she starts her lean bulk looking at 2024 WNBF competitions, mainly worlds. So that's going to be exciting. And we recorded her inspiring story of earning her pro card a few days ago. And it's up at the latest episode on our workout show podcast. The yeah. full interview is going to be in the bio of this. Yeah. So, so we're going to publish this one as 188 and that was episode 187. That was right. So right before this one. Cool. All right. And our customer review of the week is from Jacob McLean in Logansport, Louisiana. Logansport. Uh, this is my good acquaintance and hope to be good friend one day because he is an awesome, godly person, Colt Milton. He has a beautiful family at home. I had the privilege to meet with him and consult with him via Zoom. I was able to show him where I am with my nutrition and activity level, and he put me right where I needed to be. He's a bodybuilding athlete and competitor and smashing his workout, staying lean and getting stronger all while on the carnivore lifestyle. Look at how much this guy eats, how much muscle he puts on while staying super lean. No carbs necessary. He's such an inspiration to me, and I'm thankful that we have crossed paths. Keep it up, coach. Oh, my God. Jake, you're, you're going to make me cry, dude. Like that. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> uh, to quote Mark Twain. I could live on that compliment for a good month. <laughs> You'll never know how much that means to me. Thanks for saying that, man. I really enjoyed our consultation. Looking forward to the next one. Yeah. All right, guys. That's it for this week's live Motivation Monday message. Hope you guys have a wonderful week. God bless. And we'll catch you in a week from today.